Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela today. I'm going to take a little dive into emotional dumping versus venting. And I'm going to get into this very uh, heavily, like I usually do. But I want to just take this moment <laughs> to tell you that there is a difference between venting and dumping. And so many of you, you're just these beautiful, highly sensitive people. And immediately, you know, you're going to think, oh my gosh, it's me. I dump on people when you just basically might even just tell one little feeling. And that's not you. Okay. And I, because I'm talking to you, it's not you. It's a very, different type of thing. And I'm going to get into the exact characteristics of an emotional dump versus a healthy vent. So I want you to make sure you know that because you guys are the ones who it's like, please tell me your feelings. Please tell me what's going on. Please talk about it. It's hard for a lot of sensitive people to talk about themselves. So it's not you. Hey, Scotty. Hey guys. You know why I had to do that, right? Uh, well, I feel I don't vent or dump. (laughs) I mean, I mean, like new, now that you're the indigo whisperer. True. What have you noticed about the highly sensitive peeps? Yes, you, yes, we needed we needed that disclaimer just yes. to make sure <laughs> that they um, that they don't think everything that's negative. They're like, oh my gosh, do I do that to people right. when I just say like I have a tummy ache? And it's like, no, it's not you. It's right. not you. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's absolutely no more posts on the Mystic Michaela spiritual family page. It's like we want you to post. We want you to come to us. That's the healthy place. And honestly, a lot of people, and we're going to talk about this more uh, in detail, who do the emotional dumping thing chronically, they avoid self-help. They'll avoid self-help podcasts. They'll avoid self-help books. They'll avoid therapy. They'll avoid medication if they need it. They'll avoid doctors. They'll avoid good advice. So they're probably not listening. <laughs> Probably, you know, because they don't like personal responsibility. Right, because they're dumping. Yeah, Yeah. they like to dump and walk. Right. All right, well, we're, you know. (laughs) Dump. Just because (laughs) this episode is the emotional dump, we, you know, know, we play, for most of you that listen to the podcast, you know we play a game. It's called Jumanji. Um, Just for this week only, just for this one week, Jumanji is not the word. If you're going to play the game, it is dump. So, and any derivative of that word. So dumping, dumped, et cetera, all those would count That's the if, word. You're, if you're going to play the game. So Jumanji is out for today, and we're going to use that one. Okay. Dump. Good to know. All right. So you had... <laughs> okay. So I had, a, I had a birthday. Yes. And, you know, I'm not a huge fan of my birthday. It's true. You know, some years I go into real states of depression. It's true. Um, usually the date, usually it's the day surrounding the birthday, uh, and then once the birthday is over, I, I snap right back. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like a rubber band. Boom. Right back. But uh, this one wasn't too bad. This one was okay. And, I, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, why do I hate my birthday so much? Yeah. And is it, you know, then I was thinking, is it my aura colors? Could there possibly be a correlation between red people and why they hate their birthdays? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that that's true, actually. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's a correlation. And actually, someone beat me to it on the Mystic McCalla Spiritual Family page, and I just wanted to read what she wrote, and then we can kind of see if if this holds water. All okay. Right. So Michaela, Hey. Not you. Different yeah. Michaela L. writes, okay. Does anyone else dislike or get down around their birthdays or just flat out dislike them? I am green and purple with yellow sparkles. I don't know how to explain it, but I already feel disappointed slash sad, and I'm going camping to spend it, meaning the birthday. Yeah. So she already... 
Doesn't like her birthday, even though she's got plans. Yeah. She's a green, purple with yellow sparkles. Okay. And hates her birthday. A little I'm a red, more blue, lo- and I hate my birthday. A little more logical side to her. You have a little more logical side to you. Okay, so what do people say? All right, so let's see what they say. Um, another green indigo hates her birthday. Okay. Doesn't know why. Uh, and a lot of us, we don't know why. Yeah, why? Yeah. And, you know, I also, I also hate New Year's, too. I don't know if there's a correlation. Do, yeah. Those are my, the, the least favorite days of the year for me are New Year's and my birthday. I have theories on you. I don't know if it's like aura related, though. Okay, so you don't think it's aura related? My theory on you is yeah, kind of me, like the me, passing yeah. of time. I feel like you don't like marks in the passing of time where everyone like kind of comes together and talks about how time passed today. Okay, that makes sense. It's kind of like a thing that I feel like it like just it bothers you when people are like, "Hey, you're you're older," or "Hey, it's you know, 2022." Like that that well, upsets y- you. Yes, the New Year's one definitely ups- upsets me because it's like, all right, so what's different from December 31st to January 1st? Like with the New Year's resolutions and all, why yeah. did you have to wait for that day? Why is it's just another yeah? You don't like that whole rotation. collective conscious. It could be a control thing. Like everyone's telling you you have to be a certain way today. Or whatever that could bother you. Yeah, or you know, you have to go out and party on, on New Year's. That, that but you bugs love me a little bit. like Thanksgiving, and you yeah. love like other holidays that are collective consciousness. Like we all do the same thing today. So I think it's more like the passing of time as a focus for mm. you. I don't know if that's an aura thing. I th- I don't know if that's a you thing or an aura thing or mortality or you can't stop the passing of time, so you kind of get like weird about it. I mean, okay, that makes a little bit of sense. I yeah. Guess. I and mean, that's my thing with you. Like with me, I, I sometimes, you know, being indigo purple, the attention can get to me on my birthday. Like I feel bad being the center right. of and, attention. Yeah, and a lot of people did put that down that were indigo. They put that down. Uh, Caprice wrote, the pressure, I'm a yellow pink. I want it to be magical yeah. and expect the birthday magic. <laughs> Yet I don't want the attention. I want, an every, I want everyone to know how to surprise me. Then I feel guilty. <laughs> It's this pressure to feel a certain way. Too much. I agree. Camping, being in nature is perfect. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, you know what I notice who actually do, and th- there might be a correlation here. Okay. Yellow purples seem to love birthdays. Okay. They seem to love planning for birthdays for other people too. Because actually, I actually did get a surprise on my birthday. Yes. From the uh, Wednesday discussion group. Yes. They had planned this whole thing. Oh my gosh. They had uh, Wawa coffee. It was amazing. Um, cakes. Uh, balloons, a card, all delivered to the house. That was so amazing. By someone who actually lives, that's in the group that lives in the our area. It was about a, uh, five, ten minutes from us. It was amazing. Yeah, and she, I don't know how she got into the community. She knows community. our neighbor. Oh, okay, that's how she got So in. they put her on the gate <laughs> it <all> number. And <laughs> all of a sudden the doorbell rings and all, the, all these treats are there. Yes. And then I look by our mailbox and there's someone in costume. Total costume. Total red and blue to match my aura color. But oh, by the way, the whole theme was red and blue. All the balloons were red and blue, everything. Yeah. And I'm like, what is going on here? And Yeah. Yeah, and so, there she was. And it, her name's Casey. Yeah, but I didn't know right away. I'm like, what is? I, I, what, who is that? Like this person in Dude, a feather a mask, mask yeah. hat, feather boa, <laughs> complete, like <laughs> crouching by the mailbox. I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden she gets closer, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Casey. And it was just, it was so cool. So, I mean, basically. I think they just wanted you to like snap yeah. out of your birthday funk, and that totally worked. It did, and. Actually, the one, and I do agree with Michaela here that when I do something in nature on my birthday, I tend to have a little bit better day. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, we went to the uh, the beach, we did some kayaking, some snorkeling, 
that one birthday we went and we swam with some manatees. Yeah, it was amazing. Those birthdays have always been a little better for me. Yes. So maybe there is a connection with so, nature. Next year, I'm just sticking you in the woods in Alaska. And you <laughs> that, can just, yeah. <laughs> you'd love that. You're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that one year we went to Oklahoma, but that was after my birthday. It was the after, weekend after. Well, you didn't want to travel on your birthday. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I don't mind like doing fun things like the day after or like yes. planning it for the after the birthday, not after, before. Not on it. Yeah. yeah. You just need your day before, your day after to yeah. just kind of be yourself. But yeah, I think like yellow purples love to plan it. Yep. And they don't mind like bringing other people into their birthday celebrations. And But I can see yellow purples as a combo being like they like to plan and they like to have fun. And they like to do both at the same time. So they could really have a great time planning, which I don't have a great time planning. But yellows do like... See, if you're yellow, you like to plan things. It doesn't stress you out. I think like a lot of just a little moment, yellow versus blue or yellow versus indigo moment here. Um, yeah, blues and indigos like to plan out, but only because they want it to feel smooth. Yellows literally like to plan stuff. They love it. So I think yellow purples, they're like made for birthdays. They want to have the parties. They want to have see people have a great time. They don't get the pressure. Yeah. Now, another thing I also came about was if something happened on that day. So oh. like, let's say an unfortunate tragedy happened on your birthday. Oh. Um, holidays. You know, sometimes like let's say your birthday falls out on... Uh, Thanksgiving, like right. you said, or Christmas, or Christmas Eve, or, yeah. or Easter, or something. Your birthday sometimes falls sometimes out on Easter. Sometimes mine is on Easter. Those aren't the... I hate those. Yeah. So I just want to read this one. It's a, it's okay. a little bit sad, but okay. Casey Lynn wrote, I don't like my birthdays because my mama always made my birthday special, mm. and she passed away 17 years ago, uh, on her, I think on her 30th birthday. Um, or mm. So sometimes her mom passed away on her birthday i'm not sure how how it's written okay um because it says she passed away 17 years ago like my 30th birthday i was in bed crying now i'm turning 40 next friday okay i'm pregnant and i'll probably do the same so i wasn't sure if it was around her birthday okay but it just makes her miss her mom on that day like her mom spent so much time and energy making her day so special and then her mom's not here so she always associated her birthday with her mom oh that's hard yeah and you know what maybe that's what your birthday has to be then you know, maybe that's that day that you, you feel that way. I think like the whole expectation of feelings can be a real bummer for people too. Like, hey, you're supposed to be happy and grateful and you're just not feeling that way. It's a lot of toxic positivity <laughs> on your birthday. I get that. It's like, hey, be happy, be excited, be this. And it's like, well, maybe I don't, maybe I like, like with her, with Casey, maybe she can't, she can't be like that. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. But I will say an overwhelming majority of the people that posted Said they hated their birthday. Yeah, I think it's the attention too. Yeah. It's a lot of attention, a lot of expectation, a lot of toxic positivity. Happy birthday. Are you happy this year? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Hey, but Car- Carly wrote that for her and her boyfriend's birthday, they always put on a huge dinner and they cook for all their friends and family and they love it. So, oh, they make yeah. it about everyone else and make it a yeah. big fun day. I think that's a good idea. Make yeah. it a holiday for everybody. Well, you officially changed your birthday. I did officially change my birthday. <laughs> I officially celebrate my birthday. And I actually, I'm actually two years younger right now because <laughs> the last two years, uh, let me explain that one more time. Okay. I, my official birthday is the first Saturday in May. Yes. For those of you that do not know, the first Saturday in May is the Kentucky Derby. And I love the Kentucky Derby. We've, we've had, what, 19 Kentucky Derbies yeah. together, watching 19 or 20. Something like that. Yeah. But then with the pandemic, the last two, like I, didn't, I wasn't into it last year. Yeah. And, I, and the year before, I think they, I think canceled, they canceled it, it. and put it on a different day. Yeah. And they did that this year too. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. So like the last two years, I feel I actually didn't have a birthday. So actually, I'm two years younger right now. 
which is, which is really good. Um, yeah. So you can officially change your birthday too if you yes. want. I officially changed my birthday to the first Saturday first. in May. Whatever date that is, that's my birthday. Okay. Because, you know, I, before the pandemic, that was like my favorite day of I know. the year. So. Well, we have a big party for everybody. Yeah, we throw a big party. And like make it a theme or yeah. whatever. So hopefully this year we can throw a Kentucky Derby we'll do day it. party. We're going to do it. All right. When we come back, I'm going to tell you how to avoid the emotional dump. Okay. As a mom and a wife, I end up also being the one that hands out medicines in my household. Well, I like to give medicines to my family that don't have artificial sweeteners or preservatives, artificial dyes, parabens, or common allergens. Well, Genexa makes clean medicine. It's made with all those active ingredients that you need without any artificial ones that you do not. Genexa was founded by two dads on a mission to make clean medicines. Whether you need to manage pain, allergies, or just the common cold, Genexa treats the same symptoms as the leading brands. They have everyday essential medicines for adults, kids, and infants that cover a variety of health issues, so your whole family is covered. Genexa has a huge network of healthcare professionals across the U.S., helping patients and their families join this clean medicine revolution. It's real medicine. It's just made clean. So start cleaning out your medicine cabinet today. Go to Genexa.com slash KYA for 20% off your first purchase. That's Genexa.com slash KYA for 20% off your first purchase. Genexa.com slash KYA. It's so important for me as a mom of two daughters and a woman myself to feel empowered and confident when I'm just taking a walk around my neighborhood, running errands or venturing out on my own. We always want to feel safe. And with Birdie, you can keep doing what you love with added peace of mind. Before you leave the house, you know, you can be like, okay, I got my feet, my my phone, my keys, my wallet, and now you're going to add Birdie, that's your essential new thing to your routine. Birdie is a personal safety alarm designed to be easy to carry and simple to use. When you activate your Birdie with just a quick pull, this alarm goes off and emits a really loud 130 decibel siren and a flashing strobe light and it helps deter an attack. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, Birdie is no danger to you. You can feel confident to use it without the worry. Birdie goes wherever you go. The alarm comes in multiple colors. I got mine in my aura color and it has a brass keychain. So you can attach it to your keys or your bag or even like the strap of your sports bra or a loop of your belt. Over 300,000 Birdie alarms have been sold and they have thousands of five-star reviews. So join the flock today for a safer tomorrow. Here's the deal. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash KYA. Makes a really good gift. Go to She's Birdie, spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash KYA for 15% off your first purchase. That's she'sbirdie.com slash K-Y-A. So like I said, we're going to do a deep dive um, into emotional dumping and what it kind of means energetically. But first, Scott has some tips for us because I'll tell you what Scott never gets stuck in. He never gets stuck in a situation where someone is emotionally dumping on him. So you got to picture it. Someone's coming at Scott. It happens once in a while. He's coming at Scott and they're about to just like verbal, just vomit all over him, their life's issues. Um, He doesn't know them. It's kind of weird. And he's got some tips for us. Go ahead, Scott. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I want want to preface this, first of all. Yeah. First of all, you don't want to be like me. Okay. (laughs) 
So these these are tips, and you can feel free to use them, but also feel free not to use them because, you you know, with these tips, there could come a lot of, like, people that don't like you. You might get a few nasty DMs. <laughs> um, so, again, I want, I want to preface that. But, yes, Ms. McKellar is 100% correct. It's not a problem for me. Uh, I haven't been emotionally dumped on in many, many years. Many years. It many doesn't years. happen to you. Yeah, the, I mean, the last time I actually, okay, if I have to recall the last time that I was emotionally dumped on, it was when Katy Perry sang Firework at the Radio 1 Teen Awards in 2010. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, she was like crying and really and really putting on a, an emotional show at that point. Okay. Thing. And that was the last time I okay. remember getting okay. emotionally dumped okay. on. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Kelly has no idea what I'm talking about. She no. wasn't there. You weren't there. It's like I was these there. three-step jokes that oh, like sorry. somebody, one, has to know you. Two has to know what that is, and then three has to make some sort of connection. Well, how do you know that I wasn't at Katy Perry's Radio <laughs> 1 Award when she won it? All right, moving oh, on. All right. All right, so this is my list of eight ways to avoid emotional dump. Okay, someone's coming at you. You know what's going to happen. Right. And the, what these, do you do? These work. These okay. Work. Okay. Why? All right, the first one I'm famous for is my classic. Mm-hmm. All right, this is total classic. You just walk away. You, you are known for that. Yes. You can do it mid-conversation. Um... It is good sometimes if you have like a drink in your hand when you're doing it because then they might think you're refilling the drink or something. Right. Um, Yeah, you just walk away. Right. And you don't really think about it. You just do it. Yeah, you do this to me a lot. I have done this to you a lot. (laughs) You do this to me a lot. Wait a second. I have a feeling these eight things are going to be kind of familiar to me. They could be. And, and this is one that you, if, you know, if you are going to try to avoid the emotional, this might be a little bit of more of an advanced move. Mm-hmm. So for those indigos out there, you might want to just use this a little bit later in your arsenal. Right. You know, some of the other ones might be a little bit easier for okay. you. Okay. Here's number two. You, they're, they're emotionally dumping on you, and what you do is you interject. Okay, okay? so they're mid-dump. They're mid-dump. <laughs> And you say something like, are you hungry? <laughs> you do this all the time. <laughs> yes, I know. These are my tactics. <laughs> to me. <laughs> to me. Okay, continue. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to get them off, ta- like off the task of the dumping. Right. And you're trying to get them to do something <laughs> else. You know what I mean? Um, are you hungry? Yeah. Are you hungry? So you, <laughs> <laughs> now, what you, now, here's what you're going to encounter with this. So you'll, okay. let's say you offer them a snack. And, you, and they'll say, probably no. Because they're going to want to keep going. They're like, well, no, I, I was just telling you about this right. issue. And this is where you have to be careful. And it won't work if you don't do this. Okay. So what you need to keep doing is offering different snacks. So you have to say like cheese. <laughs> like cheese it. If they say no to it, cheese its Right. Crackers. Yeah. Uh, nuts. Now you're not fun anymore. Macadamia nuts. Yeah, because yeah. what the emotional dumper looks for right. is somebody who's like, in it with them like oh my gosh really he said what that happened to you you poor thing oh my gosh da, da, da. and you're not giving it to them you're just giving them snacks correct so it's not fun for them anymore right yeah, yeah. That, that's that would definitely work because yeah. then they're going to find another person yes and much easier than number one okay so it's yeah. an easier one to do okay uh, also make sure you have those snacks on hand just in case they yeah, say always yes. always go with snacks everywhere usually they're going to say no but okay okay number three Start giving honest or bad advice. Oh, that's you too. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. And so, yes, yeah. Yeah. So for example, let's say they're saying, you know, I'm just not doing well. This happened to me. This happened to me. You know, and you feel it coming. You feel yeah. that dump coming. You just say something like, <laughs> well, it could be your fault. You know, like, oh my God. you know, because you, you know, you know, like, you know, 
What's the other side of the story? That's so you. Yeah. The emotional dumper doesn't like that because exactly. they don't want any sort of other the other perspective or any sort of actual solid advice or personal responsibility. So the second you say like, was it your fault or could you have responded different? Like, ooh. Right. Yeah. So They're the, yeah. not going to like that. Yeah. And that, and that's also a tough one to do because, you know, to say to someone, well, it could be your fault, that, oh, that's tough. They don't like you then. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, it's like not you. for the novice. All right. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, you got to be comfortable with the hate that's going to be coming to that, you. That's what I'm saying. And that's why I did preface this in saying, you, <laughs> you, you know, you're going to have to live like me if you do these. <laughs> okay. And you're just going to have to put up that wall. These that are you very don't care. honest. I feel like I've experienced every single one of these from you so far. But All this right. is good. This is good. All right. Number four. You say, this isn't a good time for me either. And you say something like, I have somewhere to be. Oh. Can we do this another time? Yeah. You might want to pencil them in for a brunch. <laughs> Can I pencil uh, you in for a brunch to talk about this? Yeah. And or then, you know, if you feel that's not working, yeah. then what you do is you make up very unbelievable things. So like, like you say like, you know, hey, I can't do this right now. I'm taking my grandmother to an amusement park. We're going to ride the roller coaster. You know. <laughs> that's like <laughs> So it's like it's like almost like, it's like over the, take the hint. Yeah, take the hint. I got take somewhere to be. Okay, that's actually really interesting because that's actually one of I'm going to talk about it. The tactics that you're supposed to use if somebody's just dumping on you unsolicitedly. Exactly. And like you're supposed to say, like, hey, this really I'm not in a great headspace for this right now. Can can we do this at a time when I'm in a in a better headspace, hoping they get the hint that there has to be boundaries for these kinds of conversations. Right. And I want to, that's exactly right. And I want to add on this. This is my add-on special. So if, let's say you find like number two is not working for you or okay. number three or four or whatever, you do the add-on special and that's okay. the yawn. Oh, You do yes. a big yawn. That's so you do it. At, you know, I'm not going to do it right now because of that misophonia thing going on. But It's really, yeah. yeah. So you just do a huge yawn. You know, maybe you, or you could do something like slurp on your food, like your drink that you get, or the snacks. So or bring out the yeah. misophonia? Bring out the misophonia. That's an add-on. So your tips so far have a little bit of just deflection. And then when they start, you know, not ignoring it or not taking the hint, you bring out the a-hole. Yeah. But I know you, and I know that like your whole thing is if somebody doesn't take a hint or they're not being like really considerate, then they're the ones being the a-hole first. So then you're, <laughs> you're bringing out the yawn or like, hey, I can't do this right now. I'm, you know, I'm climbing, my Mount, I'm climbing Mount Everest later today. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. I mean, again, <laughs> for me, it's been years since 2010. And the walk away for me, I've perfected that so well that I don't even need to use People these other ones anymore. People brought that up to me. I know. I know. Yeah, they've been like Scott walked away when I was in the middle of telling him, and like it's the thing that like ever, like this person's known for, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> that's yep, that's, I'm sure he did. All right, <laughs> the number five, number fifth way, the fifth way to avoid the emotional dump. Say, have you tried BetterHelp? Try the coupon <laughs> code KYA. I'll send you the link. That's not even an ad it's this week. It's not an you guys. ad this week, but you know, hey, BetterHelp. Yeah, KYA. You're, you're trying to like promote the pod. Yeah. sponsors yeah you're exactly. like hey if i'm gonna sit here i'm gonna promote some podcast sponsors all but usually emotional dumpers do not want professional help they just want you to use you yeah yeah so that would make them stop yeah for sure yeah. and also tell them to use all the other coupon codes too <laughs> and review and everything okay right all right the next one is 
Now, this one, you have to use this only in extreme circumstances. Okay. This is when someone's been dumping on you day and night and you're just, you had enough right. and you feel like one through five has not worked. Right. You've done the add-on special and, okay. So you remind them, okay, you catch my breath here. Okay. God knows what's about okay. to come out of your mouth. Okay. You remind them of a past tragic experience and recommend uh, a movie such as. <laughs> Wait, what? I yeah. think you've done this. Explain. Okay. So like you might want to like just start talking about like World War II and say, hey, you know, do you remember World War II? Like 50 to 75 million people died. Oh, you do this all the time. You know, the Holocaust, 12 million people died. <laughs> Six million Jews died in the Holocaust. Yeah, I do this to Brie all the time. You do. This one I do to Brie all the time. Like when she comes with this like menial problem, you know, yes. like to be solved like in seconds. Right. I'll always remind her of like some genocide or something. <laughs> you did this this morning. You're like, do you know that there's like 10,000 people sleeping under a bridge in Texas and they're running away from violence in their own country and their children sleeping on cardboard? And like she was just in the middle of telling you how stressed out she was about her, her laptop or something. Her laptop not being, not charged. being charged enough. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, oh. but it makes, she's like, whatever, daddy, you know, like yeah. at this point, but yeah, you can do that to emotional dumper if they're yeah. like, yeah. if they've just, they're a repeat offender. Yes. You got to bring out yes. this the is, perspective. This is extreme. You bring out the, the past tragic experience. And bring then out I've, the perspective. Yeah. And I've also made a list of some movies. A lot will work here, but I would like to read a few for you. Okay. Just in case. Uh, Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> you always showed your students that one. Yeah. That, that one's heavy. That was the uh, genocide that took place between the Hutus and the Tutsis. Uh, Schindler's List is another one. Oh. You can use that. Yeah. Uh, the Crows Have Eyes 3, The Croning. Like that's from Schitt's <laughs> Creek. <laughs> okay. And um, uh, the Life is Beautiful, which is another Holocaust movie. So... Which one was that? It was like the guy that was like running around the can. Yes. That was really sad. Oh, God. But okay. Yeah, that's so a sad one. These are some suggestions of movies so you like might want to. So like they're in the middle of their their dump and right. you've heard it, them just, they spread it to everyone right. without any sort of regard for anyone else's feelings or space or time and they never get better. They always have the same emotional dump yeah. like happening and then you're like, hey, I got a movie for you. It's yeah. Schindler's List. Let's watch Schindler's List. Like you need to watch that. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> the boy with the striped pajamas, whatever. Right. Yeah. Let's, like, let's, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, let's get the you. book thief. You know, any of those will work. Let's get you some perspective. Yeah. yeah. All right. <sighs> Number wow. seven. That's when you really hate them, by the way. Like, <laughs> yeah, I they, can see. Like, well, that. like I said, yeah, they, they've been dumping on you for a while. And then you basically tell them, you know, go watch the crows. All right. Okay. Number seven. I didn't know if you were going to get that one. I got not. it. All right. Ask them for a favor. Okay, such oh. as, hey, would you mind following me to pick up my car from an oil change? Oh, you've done that. Yeah. Man, so that, you use all of these. These I, are honest. That's why I know them. Yeah, yeah, so like all of a sudden, they've been dumping on you. You feel like, because that's your thing. Like you're like, hey, if I'm taking this, you owe me one. Right. So, right. Hey, and, and the good thing about like picking up a car is you're going to go probably in separate cars separate and cars. you get rid of them. Right. Yeah, so that's, that's a real good one. <laughs> Um, the next one I have is, hey, I know you're coming over to tell me about your woes, but first I need a few items from Publix. Can you get me on, get me them on the way over? Oh, yeah, you've done that too. Yeah, so now it's like... You know, like you, you want an exchange for your time. Yeah, and yeah. then, you know, like they might think about it. Wait a second. Well, there's another person I can tell my Woes dumping to. And that person isn't going to make me do chores right. before. They're anything. not asking for napkins and toilet paper and things right. like that. So 
Yeah. Yeah. They, they might go to the but other But if one. they really appreciate the exchange, they'll bring you some groceries and then it makes sense now. You're like, okay, I can listen to some woes. Yeah. I, I, you got me toilet paper. Right. And then, of course, you could always remind them, hey, would you leave a review of KYA? <laughs> Plus, would you have your whole family do it? Uh, anyone you know? You do that just to everybody. Yeah, I That's do. just across the board. Yeah. <laughs> That's just who you are. <laughs> All right. What All else right. You got? We got one more. We okay, got eight. Number eight. All right, and and this one again, if all these haven't worked and you're really at your wit's end, you use this one. You tell them, hey, I'm going to Amish country for the weekend to meet up with Jebediah, Otis, Scotty, and Yoder, and you are more than welcome to come. (laughs) That is going to make them like (laughs) just absolutely not even know what to do. Right. So you're saying you can kind of act a little nuts and then the person's like, okay, never mind. And they just move on. Exactly. You say, hey, there's a barn raising going on. Otis is going to be there. Jebediah, Scotty, Jebediah and Scotty are twin flames. (laughs) Let's go do this. And they're going to be like, no, no, no. I'm going for somebody else. You know what? That's a good point because maybe it's good to have a, a wing person with you too if this is something that always happens to you because maybe the wing person is a little more bold. Um, and then they can kind of do these things for you. Right. That's always been my tactic, by the way. All right. So well, these are good, Scott. Yeah. Those are good. And I think it's funny because I'm about to talk about um, emotional dumping versus venting. And then there are some like therapeutically recommended boundary sayings that you can give. But I don't know. Those, those are pretty effective. Yeah, but like you said, it comes with the consequence of not being so liked. Yeah, you you have to go back to our previous episodes when we talk about you know the source, you know what the source is, right. and Being okay with not not everyone liking you, right? If you're okay with those things, and some of these will. Work. Well, someone's using you like that. Yeah. Sometimes you got to bring it out a little bit, but exactly. Instead of run away and avoid or whatever. All right, so we have a couple more ads, and then you'll get into it. Yeah, so two more ads, and then let's talk about emotional dumping versus healthy venting. If you're like me, you want to find nice, clean skincare products that are not only good for your skin, but the planet too. And then also give you the results that you want. Well, look no further. Osea has been making these products that do just that for over 25 years. So when it comes to clean beauty, Osea is the pioneer. They have award-winning cleansers, serums, and face moisturizers, and they're known for creating amazing body products like their famous Andaria Algae Body Oil, which is perfect because we often forget to take care of our bodies the way we take care of our faces. And that is something that I personally changed. I take care of my whole body skin, the same as my face now. And I'll tell you, it is one of the best self-care things I've done for me in the past few years. Andaria Algae Body Oil feels luxurious. It's not greasy or sticky. It absorbs beautifully into the skin. I love to get out of the shower or the bath and put it directly on. It moisturizes my skin, leaves my skin looking healthy. It's glowing. I smell amazing. The packaging is beautiful. I mean, I keep it, you know, a lot of products you want to kind of shove them under the sink so nobody can see them, not with Osea. Everything's so gorgeously done. You want to keep it out on your counter all the time. It makes me feel good to look at it. I know what you're thinking. Ew, body oil. But if you've been using body lotion for years, you might be a little wary of body oils. But let me tell you, I'm a total convert. Andaria LJ Body Oil has been Victoria Beckham's favorite body oil for years. And you'll be obsessed with it too. It soaks in easily. It isn't greasy and has this beautiful citrus smell that instantly makes me feel like I'm at the spa. I can't even tell you how soft and smooth all my skin feels after I put it on. And it leaves my skin with the most beautiful 
glow. Body lotion definitely can't do that. You want to put it on and then go out because you just, you sparkle. It looks really nice. It leaves my skin feeling really well taken care of too. Osea's products are clean. They're vegan. They're cruelty-free. They're climate neutral. They're created with sustainably sourced seaweed and made in California. So you can also just feel good about what you're putting on your skin and how it relates to taking care of the planet. So you can experience your new favorite clean skincare line with a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order with promo code KYA at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. You're going to want it all. So go to oseamalibu, that's O-S-E-A malibu.com and use code KYA. If you're carrying that credit card balance month after month, it can feel like you're in this never-ending cycle of debt, but Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online, whether it's paying off credit card debts, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses. Over half a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, that's it, just five minutes, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 and you can receive your funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So go find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash KYA. That's upstart.com slash KYA. Please don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. We appreciate that. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash KYA. I wanted to talk today about emotional dumping. So I've noticed this obviously in my own life and in the lives of clients and people I have relationships with. It's something that is talked about. We will say, oh, I'm sorry. So sorry to dump on you. Or I think, am I dumping on you? I'm so sorry. You know, I think we're aware of it as a society, but there are some people that do it like they're serial emotional dumpers. And and that's what we're going to talk about today. The big thing is I see some of us being way more susceptible to be on the receiving end of it than others. And this is energetic. I see it with indigos, blues, turquoises, and some purples, depending how feisty of a purple you are and also how you were programmed. I see it with those energies. And that's why I wanted to talk about it and and kind of give you an angle that's maybe more energetic about why it might happen to you. So have you ever had that interaction with someone and it's very constant where you notice that like this one person in your life, whoever they are, they'll just tell you everything. And it's not just the normal everything. Like you sit there and you listen to this nitty gritty, like super deep, very traumatic things that weigh heavily on their own heart. And it's not just once in a while. It's like all the time. It's every social interaction you have with this person, it's about their drama and their issues and their victimization. And you feel their pain and you hate who they hate for them and you feel all their struggles and you're totally like with them, like 100% um, in the stuff they always tell you. You're like, oh, wow. And then it's over and you feel kind of heavy, but you're like, well, I'm so glad I could help them by hearing, you know. And then maybe you go on Instagram 
and you're like noticing, oh my gosh, they like are hanging out and laughing and having this great lighthearted, wonderful time with people um, that aren't you. And, you know, you weren't invited or included. And you wonder, like, hmm, do all these people know, like, what happened yesterday with that one's husband? Like, do, like, do, do they all, are they all hearing the stuff that I'm hearing? Because I never get this fun, lighthearted, you know, mutual respect time where it's not a therapy session. I don't get that with this person, but they seem to be getting that. And, or, like, is this all just saved for me? And then you start to wonder why you don't get the fun version of them. And then you can even start to feel dirty or unwanted or undesirable. This is because when someone consistently uses you as their dumping ground for their problems, they don't want to come back and revisit the stink. This is like emotional dumping. It's when someone consistently uses you to hold all their issues without any sort of need to learn from it or integrate with them or grow from them. They just want to dump them on you and walk away. Like you're the flipping curb side where all their trash goes after they run out of town. Like I'm putting it here and I'm running away from it. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to sort through it. They don't want to see if there's anything good in there they should salvage or they're not even putting stuff in trash bags the right way. You are the curb and they are just dumping their crap and running away. That is what an emotional dumper does to somebody. And they just... They just can't do that to anyone, you know, because some people, you know who those people are. I'll be like, hey, wait a second. No, like I'm going to call you out. That's not, this isn't working for me. I'm not listening to this, you know, um, but a lot of us will listen. So they will usually target a highly sensitive person to do it. So yes, I will see indigos, blues, turquoises, and, you know, some purples, depending, like I said, how feisty you are. And all of this is usually because you are programmed to feel self-worth by being helpful in an emotional sense, to put yourself on the back burner. You're more comfortable hearing about other people's than talking about yourself. Um, and you can feel like this is how bonds are made. So it, it can be like a safe way to have a relationship sometimes because you're like, okay, you know, they're telling me all these things. So I must be important and a hard person to get rid of. You know, I'm safe in this relationship. This is the, emo the the currency is here. This is very vulnerable, deep-seated stuff. And for different reasons, you may get attached to emotional dumpers. <laughs> and um, I've done it in my own life, so I totally get it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It usually has something to do with how you were raised and how you feel self-worth. And also, if you don't respect your own ability to feel other people's energy as your own, which is what we're trying to do here on this podcast. Really respect that ability and use it to the greatest purpose so that we can help people, not just perpetuate people's issues as emotional dumpers need to do. They need you to hold their stuff so they don't ever have to own it. When you own your stuff, that's where all the lessons come from. And it's not fun to own your stuff as you all know it's very stressful and you go through a lot of stuff. You, it's a lot of personal responsibility. It's a lot of tears. It's a lot of apologizing. It's a lot of learning and people who emotionally dump don't want to do any of that. They just want to keep going. So they have to push everything on you and then do what they want to do. And then when they need you again, they come back and dump. So if you have conditioned, if you have been conditioned to not only be good at hearing things because you're like, you know, not a judgmental person and you're, definitely kind and you have this healing personality, then you're going to be a target for people who emotionally dump. You know, there's something really rude about it once you realize it. 
You've like held this person person's hand through things that are truly horrific, things that are embarrassing or traumatic or just plain like even despicable. Yet they save all their tears for you and all their laughter and fun and free spiritedness on others. And you know they aren't hearing what you're hearing. You know these other people aren't hearing the stuff that you're hearing. Emotional dumpers will choose one person usually to dump on and you get the job of holding it. And in the moment, you like you feel very super important. But that moment fades very quickly when you see they save all their good non-toxic selves for others. And you start to wonder if it's a positive thing to be the person that holds the dump. And yes, I keep saying dump. (laughs) It's kind of gross. But over time, and excuse me for how you may visualize what I'm about to say, but once I visualized this way, I had a hard time letting um, people do this to me anymore. It's what it feels like. Like someone is literally taking a dump on you and running away from the stink of themselves. And you're just like, ew, you don't want to, you know, you don't want that on you, but they don't want it. They definitely don't want it. You have your own stuff you have to take care of. And now you got their stuff too. And it's rude. And if you see it that way, maybe it'll help you the way now, like I don't have anybody in my life that does this. I really don't. Um, But when I used to, that's how I kind of cured myself. I was like, ew, it's like they're taking a dump on me. That's gross. You know, and I would see that image as they started talking to me, like going into their whole poor me victimization, emotional dumping uh, spiel. I would like picture it and be like, gross. And that helped. So my gift to you is that visualization. <laughs> Okay, so again, if they're if they're not holding it, you are. And if they're not holding it, they're not getting better from it or learning or growing from it or making life changes to improve it. They just need you to hold it. And I'm going to tell you something. Many times, blues, indigos, some purples, and turquoises end up being the receiver of this. And the only way, and we love to heal people. Don't get me wrong. Like, we love to listen and have a great exchange going back and forth. That's the kind of like the the payment. Like, so when when you have somebody that just dumps on you, you're not feeling them getting better from your assistance to them. And that's the part that hurts the most. When you are a highly sensitive person, when you're an empath, when you're those blue, indigo, purple, turquoise, aura colors, you need somebody to to take the energy that you put into them and do better, get better, and be a better person for the world. That's what you need them to do. So if you're, if, if you're just holding it and they're not getting any, any better, all that energy is like down and empty well, and you'll pay the price for it. So if you lead with those colors and you, it's kind of like, also, I noticed that the emotional dumpers tend to target the loners in the group. So some of us like me, for example, do better one-on-one versus in a group. We, because we like that connection and that might be you too. Like you crave that inner circle feeling with one person. Like you can hang out in a group and stuff, but like something you really would prefer sometimes like going out for coffee with one person than having a whole party at your house where you just say hi to everybody. And it's like that super intimate connections are made with someone. Um, so usually they'll target people like that who need the one-on-one. It's more soul to soul, more intimate, more meaningful. It feels more fi- it feels more 5D to us, fifth dimension, kind of higher vibe, you know, not small talk. So we are we love that. We don't like like a lot of us don't like small talk. We like to just dive right into the the deep stuff. But when someone dumps, it's it's toxic. It's not 5D. 
when we open our souls and selves up to it as if it were, it's like opening up your heart and pouring raw sewage over it. That's what dealing with an emotional dumper is like. Not a good feeling at all. And you get that toxicity and it becomes part of you and it stays for a while and it brings down your entire vibration. So according to psychologytoday.com, emotional dumping uh, have these characteristics. One, it feels toxic. It overwhelms you with many of their issues. Um, They keep repeating the same thing over and over again. They blame others. They're totally in victim mode. It goes on and on and on. There's no accountability for their part in the issue and they are not open to solutions. And that's a big thing. So if you start seeing like, maybe if you just called them and like, you know, maybe if you did this, maybe if you, no, I can't. No, nope, that won't work. Nope, that won't work either. Nothing works. Nothing works. Only me being in this problem. That's the only thing that works. Those are red flags. Now, when someone emotionally vents, this is different. Having a really fruitful and honest conversation with someone is actually mutually beneficial. Like I was saying, you feel respected, like your advice and love and energy are being used to pay it forward in the person's life. You know that they can hear about their issues. I mean, you can laugh with them too and have the parts of them that aren't just heavy. So you can have the fun times going out and seeing like the fun parts of them, not just the sad parts. You get the full spectrum of their friendship, their relationship to you, not just the parts that are shameful to them. They don't dump on you and run away from it. They, it's different. Um, and the conversations you have, you know, they're going somewhere. They're not just band-aids until they have to do it again. They are supporting growth and wisdom and learning for your friend and you too. And you feel very comfortable having the same talks with them as well. They want to be there for you. They want to hear your struggles too. They're really considerate of your time and energy. They're grateful. They're like, wow, thank you. You really helped me. They call you the next day. They're like, hey, that was the conversation was a lot, but I really appreciate what you did. Venting is something which is consensual, whereas dumping is kind of non-consensual. It just happens. And it's expected for you to just take it in. Venting is a two-way street. Dumping is a one-way street. Venting is very necessary for empaths to do, actually. We tend to analyze and doing this out loud is helpful for us. So when we as empaths are dealing with a situation or crisis or just a pitfall in our lives, we need to kind of think out loud. It's necessary to have a person to kind of soundboard for us. But when you vent, it's about moving ahead and, and taking their advice and, and solutions and growing together. It's not staying stuck in that toxicity of it or the victimization of it or whatever. It's about owning it, not just handing it over to the person you are venting to as one does in dumping. So venting, according to psychologytoday.com, feels healthy. It sticks to one topic. It's time limited, meaning it's like not all the time and it's not all day. It's like, oh, let's just talk about it and then move on. It doesn't keep repeating the same topic. There's no blaming. There's no victimizing. It shows accountability for their part and the, and the issue and they're open to solutions after expressing themselves. That's what venting is. So boundaries, here's the deal. We've all dumped on someone at some point and at this point in the podcast, I'm sure a flashback has occurred to you where you did that to somebody I know I have uh, you know, you unloaded on a friend only to run away from it after, you know, perhaps you have like broke, you know, broke up with a boyfriend and you're like, oh my God, and then he did this and you know, he did this. And, you, and then the next day you're like back with him and you're like, oh, I feel really bad. I like dumped on her and like, I had to tell her all that stuff. And then I went back to him 
and what a waste of her night, right? Just up all night with her, tell you know, like that. And, uh, only, you know, of course we all have moments where we've emotionally dumped on someone, but you're probably not a serial emotional dumper. I mean, don't, I mean, I feel like a lot of us have this self-awareness that kind of listen to this podcast where we're like, okay, I've done that in the past. Maybe I do that more than I should now. I'm going to try to fix that. Um, Yeah. So we all have times in our life where we're going through something and we know that we're not probably like the best person (laughs) to be around. I know we've all been through it. But the thing is, is like the difference is, is you get through it, you get over it, and it was a phase. And you acknowledge it, and your friends were like, oh my God, remember that? And you were like, yeah, I know, I'm sorry. Thanks for being there for me. You know, and that's different than somebody who just like does this all the time serially throughout their life. You knew it was selfish. You knew it was irresponsible. You knew it was not a great time to just unload on someone without asking them. But the reality is, you know, we're human and we have crazy things happen to us in this crazy life. Good friends understand that sometimes we will unload and vice versa, but it's more about the pattern. Is it always the same situation with this friend over and over again? Do they apologize after or express gratitude to you in a way that you can tell they're moving forward? Are they isolating you from the rest of their life, even though you hear about the nitty gritty parts of it? Are they not hanging out with you um, and doing fun things? You're just like the hand holder of the crying things. Do you notice that they hold other friends up on a pedestal who don't get dumped on, whereas you feel like you are stuck permanently in the dungeons of their friend zone. If you feel negatively about it, and it's more than just once or twice that it happened, it's probably a dumping situation. So how to move forward. It's time to own your space. Please listen to this. This is so hard, especially for you empaths, you indigos, blues, turquoises, and purples. The most important thing you can do as an empath with an empath aura is to realize once again where you being a healer and feeling like a safe place does not mean you are some sort of 24-7 location for people to trash you, to stick their issues, to make you hold the stuff they don't want to deal with. When you protect yourself, you show yourself love. You also show them love. When you set limits and boundaries for what people are allowed to put on you, for how your space is used and seen and paid attention to, you send powerful messages out to the universe. This is what I see. I see people who don't respect their time and energy get many more situations from all over where the universe does again, replicates it, and does not respect their time or energy. Being used as an emotional landfill, an emotional dumping ground for someone will result in the rest of the universe sending you more people, more situations, and more life contexts where the exact same thing happens. It replicates it. It's simply what you are putting out there is normable, normal, and acceptable to you. That's the vibe the universe will match and replicate. Like attracts like. It is true. So when you say no to that one person who's doing this to you, amazing things will happen. It will feel really flipping awkward in that moment, but the ripple effect will occur. This person will fall away, probably, most likely, but others will step forward to treat you better. Situations and opportunities will open up for you. You will see your time and boundaries reflecting that same respect you paid to your own energy. You want others to treat you the way that you treat them. So treat people the way you know is of your character only if it's reciprocated. So here's some 
here's a few pointers for you. One, you are not a therapist. Okay. Even if you are a therapist, which some of you are, you aren't on your, if you're on the clock, that's one thing as an actual therapist. After that, no way. You don't have to be on call. Okay. So you are not a therapist. Even therapist, you're not a therapist. Okay. There are paid services for that. <laughs> and the emotional dumper in your life can get a very direct referral uh, to them, to one of them from you. Hey, you know what? Help me. And, you know, and give them the name or company that deals with that. You know, better help. <laughs> Not an ad. I'm just saying, you know, that's what I do. I've done that. And it's, it's just here, you know, online therapy. It's really easy. I think they can help you more than I can at this point. I feel like, I feel like I'm, you know, you need a professional. My head's not in it. Like here, they help me. They help me so much here. Call them. And emotional dumpers do not like solutions. So they're going to be like, oh, now let's say they text you. Okay. It's like that paragraph. I need you. And here's what happened. Uh, Let that text sit and sit and sit. Maybe they call you a couple times. You don't have to pick up and maybe just let it sit forever. It's okay. Maybe delete the text so you don't have to see it, mute it, whatever, but don't answer it. And if, and if, and when you do answer maybe hours later, Days later, even make it bland, as my Gen Z daughter would say, dry text it back, which I assume and think means um, dry texting means saying something really kind of bland and non helpful. Anyways, another way you could do is uh, make it a habit in your own life of asking people if they are in a space they can listen to you vent. If you have something going on, ask them first. Hey, I need to vent about something. I I could really use your help figuring something out. Could you help me when you have time to listen? Kind of demonstrating that in your own life is you'll notice it more when people don't do it back to you. So it'll help you make better boundaries. Another thing you can do is if like your emotional dumping friend, I feel like I'm saying dump a lot in this podcast episode. And I'm really sorry. It's not like a great word. <laughs> I promise I won't say it in any other episodes. You just got this one. I say a lot of the word dump. Okay. Set a time limit. All right. So let's say one of your emotional dumping friends <laughs> starts just going on like, and get, and oh my gosh, guess what happened yesterday? All right. Hey, I can talk about this. Totally. I have somewhere to be in 20 minutes. If that's not, not enough time, we're going to have to set aside some time later, but I, I, I haven't till this time to talk, to listen. Um, and, but like, let's say they just start dumping on you without asking you for permission, say something along the lines of, oof, oh, well, that's a lot. That is a lot. I hate to interrupt you, but I am not in the right headspace right now. Like everything you're seeing is going in one ear and out the other. Let me figure out a time where I'm more with it to have this conversation. Just, I'm just not, not here right now. But let's say, and this is what happens to me in the past, they just keep talking. Oh, they just keep going and going. You aren't being heard. Real, do yourself a favor. Tune out. Tune out. And at the end, bland answers. Wow. Okay. Oh, that sucks. Really try to shut down your energy. Do not let them in. It's hard at first, but... Perhaps it's at the point where it's so repetitive and you feel kind of hurt about it. It's getting old. So after they speak, just say something along the lines of like, that's tough. I feel like, you know, you could use therapy or, or maybe somebody professional can help you. It seems like a pattern for you. Um, don't let them in. Don't listen. Avoid, and finally, avoid giving solutions. 
At first, this is hard because being a problem solver or advice giver made you feel important. It's okay. You can admit that. Maybe it did. Did for me. Made you feel special, loved, lovable, helpful. Made you feel like you had a place at the table with somebody. Somebody that perhaps reminded you of somebody growing up who you wish you had a place at the table with them, but you don't have that either. And maybe it's time to stop chasing the approval of people who are like that to fill some hole inside. Maybe it's okay to see that hole first. Maybe it's time to fill that hole yourself by taking your energy into consideration. At the end of the day, these people, more likely than not, do not want to get better. So when you start dry texting, giving vanilla responses, not really offering interesting feedback about how victimized they are, when you're not playing to their narrative, and instead you're asking them to get professional help, they'll run. They will. And the friend you unfortunately spent time and energy on may not work out long term. And that's sad. Because you did so much investing. But it's okay. Because being dumped on isn't helpful to anyone. It's not helpful to them because it enables their patterns of dumping without owning. And it's most certainly not helpful to you. And it's time to cut out that pattern. And when you do, it does something. It unchains you from a programmed response that was never healthy. Just because you are a healer doesn't mean you are a holder for others' issues they themselves don't want to fix. And holding it just impedes your own progress, your own self-growth, and it's very uncomfortable and sad to move on from these people. But your vibration will soar because of it, and you're going to feel a lot better about yourself. Even at first, you feel sad. Even at first, you feel mournful. Because like I said, that person that's been doing it, they're more representative of somebody else. And even beneath that, they're more representative of probably that little kid inside of you that still just wants to sit at the table of the person that you needed it from first and couldn't do it for some reason. And that's the person you really have to address, that little inner child you. But how you're going to do it is you're going to start really respecting your energy. And I promise you, I promise, it's more fulfilling than anything you can get from outside of yourself because it's spirit, it's source, it's that connection to that which is greater than us. That's what's going to fill it. That's all you needed anyways. That's where you came from. That's where you're going back to. That's where you're connecting with right now. I love you guys so much. I hope you know that. I'm so proud of all of you. Um, This was like a tough one because I feel like a lot of us have that person that we can think of that we wanted to help but couldn't. So release yourself from that. I hope this helps. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So, you know, after listening to uh, what you had to say on emotional dumping, um, you know, I, I think... Now that I think about it, like we really have kind of, or, you know, we've created it and you've created it uh, with the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family Facebook page, uh, the discussion groups that we have. I think we've created kind of a place for, for these people. Would you uh, agree or no? Yeah, no, I'm one of my, what my real goal in all this is podcast, you know, the community, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family community, whether you're on Instagram or you're in the Facebook group or the discussion groups. There's so many of us that would wallflower or or put our own stuff away or compartmentalize our own stuff for other people who not we're just louder, we're more irresponsible with their energy. 
less energetically responsible with where they've stuck things. And I really wanted to create a space with so that every one of you could be like, you know what? Like, this is what's going on in my heart. This is what's going on right now. And one of the most things, one of the things that touches me the most is when people write on the page and they're like, you know, nobody else understands this, but here I go. Or I've been keeping this in myself for a really long time, but I need to, I feel like I can share it with all of you. And the connections that I've seen made between each other where people support each other, where people are like, let me hear about you and let me tell you about me, it's healthy. It's like, I'll hold space for you and you hold space for me. It's a mutual exchange of energy and it's healing and people are validated not only by being the support system like they usually have been their whole lives, but now they're also supported and they never let anybody do, you know, it's very vulnerable to let other people support you. That's hard. And a lot of us never let anyone support us because we've been programmed so long that that makes us not helpful or lovable or worthy. And now I see relationships formed in a community formed where people are, oh my gosh, I can say how I feel and I'm loved. And, and it's, it goes both ways. So it's just really lovely. And so, yeah, that's why I think I get a little passionate about this because you, you know, if you've been dumped on, it's not, it's just something that you're still chasing. You're still chasing, you know, this, this sort of issue where you're trying to heal someone that that hurts you and it's it's just gonna you know the energy keeps finding you and um yeah it's just that's yeah and I couldn't have done it without you and I couldn't have done it without you know my support you Scott you know like you've helped me you you helped me you're really good I mean we joke about it but you're very good at giving me personal responsibility you're very good at like hey Megan like let's think about it this way let's look at all sides let's take responsibility let's go this way let's go that way let's you know which is really necessary for it and I couldn't have done it without the admins of the Facebook page. I mean, they, they're amazing. They no. get the vibe. They, they, get it. Yep. they do everything. You know, we, we are so invested in making sure that the, the group feels healthy and calm and, and right. we do the best we can. And, and the discussion group's moderators, I mean, couldn't do it without them. Everyone's kind of on the same page about holding space right. for everyone and also being vulnerable to let them hold space for us. Oh, man. Amazing. Isn't it? It is amazing. I just get emotional when I talk about no, it. It's fantastic. We've created, you know, these people, we've created an incredible space yeah. for these people. And I love just how people get it and they're helping create it for their friends and their family and they're bringing people together with it. It's just everybody gets it and it's just a whole vibe. Oh, big oh, hugs for everyone. Big hugs. I promise I won't say dumping ever again as much. Okay, yes. And <laughs> if you are playing Jumanji... And again, not this week, it wasn't that word, it was dumping, then everyone is pretty much, you know, in their birthday suit, going back to Oh, birthdays. totally. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We said it so many times. This might have been a really funny episode to listen with kids, by the way. Like, oh. every time you say dump, like, what a bunch of giggles could, <laughs> right. like, come right. out, like, at every time. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. If you listen to it in the car with, like, the kids. I, I, you know, this is, this is funny, and... I don't know if we said this on the podcast before, but we've been getting a lot of kids oh, yeah. listening to the show. I know. And that's, I'm like, really? Kid, yeah. Like kids under, like under 15, under, you know, you know, eight year olds, 10 year olds, 13 year olds, they like this? I'm yeah. like, you know, and that, that, right? We've been getting so many of the those. The kids get it. Like, remember, we, I, I say this all the time, like, kids are so amazing because they just understand it. So, you know, we had 
Abby's little friend over. Yeah. And she doesn't know anything about auras. And she's like, I think she's nine. Yeah. And um, you were like, hey, you know, what aura color do you think you are? And she's like, well, what's that? And it's like a color around. She's like, I'm pink. Well, she is pink. Yeah. You know? And she's like, my mom's blue. Now, this is the first within 10 seconds understanding it. She names everyone in her life who I happen to know. And I agree with the color. Like, I'm like, yeah, I agree with that. Like, yeah, totally. And she gets it. And she understands kind of like what they all mean in like two seconds flat. Yeah. Because kids... Just get it. They just understand energy and vibes really easy without a lot of complications of the ego. So I just, I love that kids listen. That's cr- Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> kids get it. You tell, you you I, want honesty, you get it from kids. Like, they just know. Yeah. I feel bad if I ever bring up, like, uh, an adult theme now. Well, that's I, why I tell you. You know, I, I try not to. Or we mask I, it. We try to use, like, parent yeah, words yeah, a little bit. I don't, I don't think I've ever... Said a curse word on the podcast. No, some of them are explicit if I have a guest and the guest starts, you know, using that kind of language, which is fine. I'll just make that an explicit episode or whatever. But, um, but we try not I to. I try not yeah, to, yeah. but now I get sometimes people like in my DMs, they'll swear or they'll send me a, a meme with like a swear word in it and they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, listen, I'm not actually that goody two shoes. Like right. I can handle, it's actually totally fine. I actually swear in my real life, but like yeah. I just try to keep it clean on the podcast in case you're listening to it with your kids. Yeah. And yeah. And that's the other thing. Even if the kids aren't listening. Their parents might be listening in the car. That's what know. I mean. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So you just don't want it to like, oh, she said a bad word. And then I, cause I know from experience, once you hear that, it's like, you got to turn off the thing you're listening to. It's like right. annoying. Um, if it's, if that's that, you know, not, no judgment. If you don't yeah. do that, I don't care. Yeah. You know, swear in front of your kids. I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, I try to keep it clean for everyone, <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Went off on a little tangent there. Thank you so much, everyone. You know this podcast is for you and about you, and we appreciate you all so much. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on on your podcast app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.